everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We're well into season 2 at this point. If you guys haven't caught up, what are you doing? Go back, listen to all of it. <laughs> but for everyone that is caught up, uh, we're glad you're back. Before we start, we're just going to do a quick little question that we like to do at the beginning. For the question I picked, when you're like thinking up fantasy world scenarios or like kind of like world building as a DM or even as a character, just kind of like daydreaming about like what your character would be doing in their off time, where do you, where in your life are you most freely able to do that? Like where, like, is that your local library or like park or what, where? Steve? Hi, I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. I don't get it. Bonjour. See, so I played Brimley, little uh, Tempest Diviner, so he's cool. He's also a forest gnome. That's cool, too. I think the place where I tend to do most of my creative stuff when preparing for sessions is at work. Because I daydream a lot and stare out the window, and then I go, oh, that would be really cool. And then I just kind of keep building on stuff instead of doing work. So that's, that's really where I probably max out my creativity. I try to do it at home, and I just get distracted by everything else I have at home. But yeah, that's me. Jeremy. Jeremy's hmm. dumped. So, I don't know. As I feel like I do a lot of my thinking in, like while I'm driving. You know, I, I tend to listen to a lot of other podcasts, and I, you know, I've influenced some, like tons of other games that I've played and stuff like that. So, you know something will like come up in my head and I'll just go kind of, kind of like down a rabbit hole. Like where I just, I just keep thinking like, Oh, this, 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 and what if this was this and this came together with that, wouldn't that be so cool? Yeah. I would say probably just driving. Like when I'm driving around, I should be paying attention to the road, but instead I'm thinking about how I can kill my players or make Lothamar less emotional. <laughs> he's, so, he's, so, he's so emotional he's so, to say something. You, you need a really long drive <laughs> yeah, to crack that so. one hey everybody I'm Owen I'm the DM and I don't have a good answer for where I daydream the most but when I daydream the most I is whenever I have anything else in the world to do <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there is a thing that I'm supposed to be doing, that is when the most thoughts of uh, fantasy creativity come to mind. As soon as I have free time, like right now in my life, I, I the well dries up <laughs> and I face drought, and I just it's it's more of like active work to um, come up with things. And so I don't know the where would probably be like my living room because. I tend to spend probably too much time here. <laughs> Trying to go outside more this summer. <laughs> Outside's overrated. Nah, it's, it's okay. true. Hi guys, um, it's Craig. I play Windark Thesis, the Dragonborn Barbarian. Yep. Anywho. Um, ah, that's the sound my imagination makes when I have an idea. <laughs> Not really. It's <laughs> trademarked by Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill Gates. Anywho, um, I usually do most of my D&D thinking at work, too, actually. The work I do is, it's pretty mindless. It's pretty much waste stuff, mix stuff, cook it, boil it, put it away. 
Craig works in the meth lab. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a meth lab, Craig. <laughs> meth lab, environmental lab. We're all going to die. That's what I'm going to do. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of, like, there's just a lot of mindless tasks to do and washing a lot of glassware. And I'll just be going through that, going through the, well, the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Cue the spilled milk. But that's where I usually get like a lot of ideas and stuff. And they're also the help of podcasts that I'm listening to or music that just gets me in some kind of mood or whatever. Anywho, that's me. Alex again. I think uh, my my place that like the kind of like the creative juices flow the most freely is uh, definitely if I'm like walking around in the park, I'll often like on the weekends, I'll go to one of the parks that's by my apartment and I'll just kind of sit down with a book or a sketchbook and uh, I'll read and I'll sketch and I'll just walk around and kind of think about stuff. And uh, yeah, time outside, I think it's the the most productive for me as far as like thinking up new things. Owen is sketching Alex as you go. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I really expected you to say like anytime you were brewing. Oh, no, I'm very focused. But you're very focused on, on the brew? Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah. That being said, I'm really excited to get going, guys. Uh, so I guess we now hand it back over to our master of the game, Owen. All right. So these four adventurers, hi, they have found themselves in the Tower of the Twelve in the city of Strummels. They... Well, uh, let me ask you, what was the next thing that you guys had to do? So originally we had to go to the docks or something, something like that, to find some like water breathing caps or I don't remember. Why? Because the temple that we have to go to is under the lake. Correct. Stromals, and the clerics or priests there like have been taking all the water breathing things back because they don't like the people anymore or something like that. They've kind of turned against uh, civilized society. But then Brimley got drunk and learned how to breathe in water. Yes. So So at the end of the last session, he asked Aegisar for a a scroll of water breathing, which, how many, does that just affect you? Um, Me? Up to 10 willing creatures. For how long, Steve? 24 hours. That's a long time. Wow. (laughs) So... Here's kind of where we're going to pick off. Uh, here's where we're going to pick up. The four of you wake up in individual rooms in Aegisar Rorak's magnificent apartments. And I think Brimley would be the first one to rise just because when you wake up, it's because there's like a stirring next to you. And Isabella Stormhammer, who passed out on the couch near you. Oh, yeah. You like you see like you wake up like groggily to see her getting up out of the off the couch and she just kind of walks out of the apartments and you notice. Because I didn't say this last time that as she's doing, she pulls her hair up into a ponytail again and you see like kind of like on her neck ish, like where her neck meets her torso on her back. You see the the mark of the 12 in, in turquoise. Cool. You knew she was a member of the 12, but and didn't mention where her mark was. And she, she leaves and, you know, maybe you 
fall back asleep. And so kind of one by one, you wake up and in the morning you find a little note from Aegisar saying that he thoroughly enjoyed the combat that you had in the arena the night before. He had to leave on urgent business. Uh, he's left a small chest with some uh, adventuring support because as you guys remember, he's, he for some reason has taken an interest in your adventuring guild. So he said like it, make him, it makes him feel young again. So it's kind of support you guys. So you find a chest that has some gold and has two healing potions in it. One is a greater healing potion and the other is a greater healing potion. <laughs> who's the scribe? Who's the what? Who's the, who's the scribe? What do you mean? Who's writing this down? I think that's one. The podcasting equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so you find those things and he, the, at the end of the note, he just mentions that he'd given you uh, the three of you little gold medallions when you had entered the building. He asks you to leave them at the door on your way out. And so unless you have something that you would like to do in Aegisar's apartment, we'll kind of fast forward as with you, to you exiting the building. So Brimley wants to just kind of walk around and see if he sees anything super magical that just seems really cool and interesting and maybe you might not see in everyday life out on the streets of Atroon. So like what kinds of amazing things yeah, like what he might have? What artists have in his apartment? So... His apartment has four guest rooms on the kind of ground floor. There is a little spiral staircase up to kind of a loft-ish nice. um, master bedroom. So the, that is, is locked. You can't get in there. Um, if you go into the kitchen area, you find this really bizarre um, box. Kind of looks like a treasure chest. And when you open it, you see some kind of strange things. So the inside of the box seems to be lined with some kind of like dense metal. And it's filled with ice. Oh. And there are these like metal rods that like just like sticking into the, the box. So it's like filled with ice. What happens if I touch it? Brimley touches it. The ice? Yeah. It feels super cold. Oh, okay. So, well, so that, that was, hold on, hold on. So that was the ice. Okay. <laughs> now inside... Inside are three things that you probably can't explain in your rational mind. It looks as if a ball of fire had been frozen. So it's like ice, but in the, in like the curving shapes of flame, one of them, the ice has like a greenish tinge to it. There's one that has kind of like a orangish tinge to it. And there's one that has like a reddish tinge to it. So those are in there. Do they ring any bells in Brimley's history of magic? If you roll me an arcana check, probably. Religion, maybe. Um, they're the same for me, so let's just do that. Let's call it arcana then. Uh, it's a 26. 26. Yeah, this does ring bells to you. You must have read somewhere that some uh, that in, in some edge of the multiverse there is a place where things are so cold that concepts themselves can freeze abstract ideas like love and anger can freeze oh wow and so these things which are undoubtedly 
probably like like each one of these is probably worth all not only all the gold and equipment you have on you, but probably all the gold and equipment you've ever seen. <laughs> like these are like these are are clearly like precious. Cool. But they're like in the ice, right? Yeah, they're they're kind of just like suspended in the in ice. the. I mean, it's just they're sitting on top of the ice. Oh, okay. Being kept cold. Not uh, not like could, ridiculously what cold. If I touch one of those. Would you like to touch one of those? Brimley's going to touch one of those. Which one? There's a greenish one, an orangish one, and a reddish Brimley's one. He's going to go with the green one. The greenish one. That's the color of his eyes. The greenish one. So, so as the heat from your body begins to t- melt the ice of the green one, just ever so slightly, you see like a fingerprint kind of molded into it from where the heat from your body oh, no. touched it. You're just overcome with incredible envy. Oh. And until I say so, Brimley is just overcome with jealousy about anything and everything around him. Awesome. What he had touched is frozen envy. So Korath is going to walk over to Brimley and kind of pull him away from the chest and be like, it's not kind to touch other people's things. And pull him away. I, I can't even throw into a curveball here. I, know. I can't even think of like the emotions that would cross Brimley's face there. I don't know if he would. Why the hell are you so tall? You can reach all the shells. Hey, you. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that it comes up in like spikes. Yeah. When I point at you. Okay. Korath puts Brimley down and walks, walks away. Puts me down. Were you picking me up? I, I, I pull. I mean, I. Oh. I'm assuming. I'm assuming I didn't go like. I'm assuming I didn't go like that. I'm assuming I went like that. Oh, so yeah. when he does the the chest, also closes. It's okay. kind of slammed shut. Um, cool. you know, you were kind of hanging out in his like living room slash library slash study. Oh. Um. Yes. That was me. My question. Um. Does he have like a study an area with a lot of books? Yes, that's that's where you kind of uh, had been partying. Okay, was there were couches and things like that. If you remember, there was a um, a, t- a very large turtle fossil mm-hmm. hanging, but the walls um, surrounding you just covered in books. Getting drunk on knowledge. Um, <laughs> I actually kind of want to do that. Um, can you describe his? Wonderful book collection while I untie my dice. His re- <laughs> repertoire. Describe all the books. He's got, what do he's I got like hundreds of like thousands of books. He's, he's got thousands of dates, books. Publishing houses. <laughs> he's got thousands of books. Editors. If you're looking for a specific topic, maybe. Otherwise, you're overwhelmed by the does vast. He, does he follow the Dewey Decimal System? No. It's the Dexter Decimal System. <laughs> he There's a, I mean, there's a vague like um, order by topic. But I don't think in the same sense as, as Senor Dewey. Um, does he have any books Dewey did. on like like ancient arcane objects? Like what kind? Like really powerful orbs that might be out there? Or staffs? Sure. Can probably would take one of those down and just kind of leaf through it. Sure. And mentally tuck it away for later. Okay. I mean, how long are you spending to sit and look at this book? Until, You're flipping through um, looking at the pictures after after this. OK, so yeah. I'll give you the morning. Cool. OK, I'd, I'm just seeing if orbs he has, and stabs. That's what you oh, said. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing if he has anything about dragonborns and yeah, he's got quite a few. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll grab the smallest book because. OK, to, it's small. Well, small as in like it's about 30 pages. OK, it's um, very thin. Dragonborns are dumb. I'm just gonna, <laughs> dragonborns are lizards. <laughs> 
Um, I'm just gonna like look through and see if I can find something. What are you trying to learn? Because you're a dragonborn. Ah, uh, just just to see. There's things I probably don't know about me. So I'm curious. A dummy's guide to dragonborns. And I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do like. Um, investigation. Cause I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm like reading close to the text. Sure. So like what a that's 13. Making me think of is in How to Train Your Dragon Two, when I can't remember his name, but the dude's mom, like, touches the dragon in uh, on his head or something like that, and like he has like these things pop on his back, and he had no idea they were there. Maybe there's like. Ah, I see what you mean. Yeah, like something I don't know. And I, I rolled, see what you mean. I rolled a 13 for an intelligence just to like. You. Look. Windar means Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> wow! It, this really thin book has to do something with dragonborn curses. So this is like uh, magical curses that only afflict dragonborn. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're reading about the various curses that can afflict dragonborn. And you see that one of them, the symptom of said curse, although the full extent is not understood, mm-hmm. is the scales take on a silver edging. The edges of the scales take on a silver tint. And it has, it has some, uh, a curse of some kind. Um, I'm trying to think of like a weird wizard name. <laughs> Themor. So they've called it Themor's Curse. And all they know, they don't understand the uh, source of said curse, but that most individuals afflicted tend to have a propensity for uh, early death. Hey, Craig. Whoa. What color are Windor's scales? <laughs> Windor, like, he looks down at his, at his body and goes, oh, well. <laughs> puts the book away. So gotta sign up for this, I guess. I, I I too would like to well first of all, I would like to figure out if I would know if Aegisar would be upset if I borrowed one of his books. You imagine that he would not he wouldn't like it too much. Dang it. If you took a book. Mm. Maybe if you left a note. Maybe. But you, of all people, would yeah. probably not take that chance. Yeah. yeah. Lord Thamar, what's the deal? What, what are you speaking of? You already had a token. Being all buddy-buddy with HSR. What's going on? What's 411? What's the dealio? Well. Sorry, I'm still a little drunk. Well, um, during my time off, I sought to better myself, and I found no better way than to join a, uh, a military of sorts. Do I hear this conversation? Sure. I, all right, I'm, my back is facing with my kind of point behind him and use message and say, before or after we met. And I message in my head and I say, after? Murray. I say that out loud. Can I just like, can I use insight to see if there's any, there's a little bit of deception like sure. with what he's saying? Like if he's not like given in the full story, I'm sure he's not, but <laughs> I mean, I have no reason to lie. I, 
like every reason to like the, the, I would say I would honestly say like I'm not lying to you whether like whether or not I give you the full story is not me lying to you that's just okay. me not okay. choosing to tell you the okay, full story fine. but that's like that's pretty much the full story like I enjoy, okay, then I enjoy the milk you know what no, I I'm just saying, like, I, I, you could roll an insight, but I don't know what you're gonna. Yeah, like I don't no, no, know no, what. It's, it's yeah, it's that's it's true. Okay, then, as long as we're all still on the same side and know what we need to do. Mm, like, like I said, I, I sought to better myself, and the military is something that I know very well. Of course, I can't blame you for that. I spent time in the company of my my brotherhood, my paladin brotherhood. I was going to be a general, but that didn't work out. Well, we're really opening up now. While they're all getting real personal, <laughs> Billy's going to take like a, a second to look into his orb his, and, and divine the future a little bit and roll my importance. Oh, yeah. Got an eight and a seven. Um, but okay, I would like to kind of, I would like to find a book. I'm not going to take it, but I kind of want to thumb through a book if he has anything on battlefield tacticianing, battlefield tactics. You find no such book. Dang. You find um, scrolls. And they're super old. And fragile. And fragile. And they have... Fragile. They have battlefields. They look kind of like um, the X's and O's on like a football play. And you can tell they're really old. This is ancient stuff. Ancient tour, like if I touch it, it breaks. You don't know. Uh, mm. I, I, I'm going to go for it. Let's do it. I'm going to try to go and touch one. Okay. And look for so it. So as you touch the edge of the scroll, nothing happens. <laughs> so you're able to pull it out. Okay. So I pull it out. As you pull it out. Part of the parchment catches on the thing that's holding it, and, a, and then about a three-inch rip oh, no. goes through the back. Is it important? It like, is, is it the important part? Like, what we'll still see? I mean, no. It's not like it's not like going through the diagram. It's just a blank part of part, blank. So piece I, of I already, but I already pulled it out, and there's like a rip piece in there. Correct. So I'm just well, it's not ripped it. off. There's a there's a tear in it. Okay. Like it catches like a splinter or something. That rips a seam in the about three or four inches. Okay, I use mending. <laughs> Do you have that? No. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> that would have uh, been real clutch. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody have it? I no. think I have something. I unfortunately can't use mending yet, but anyways. So like Korath is like looking around, he's like, okay, all these nerds looking at books about your own species and touching orbs and looking up other things and he's just like I want to I want to like read like a, a like a men's fitness magazine so like, <laughs> he's like is there is there a manual manual of gainful exercise in 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 this library anywhere um I don't think so uh, okay I think I think everything Aegisar learned about being jacked he learned not from books <laughs> this is a special book <laughs> what I was looking specifically for a Manual of Gameful Exercise, which is a. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I don't think. It's, it's I don't think. It's a magical. I don't think Aegisar would have that. I don't think Aegisar would have that. Place to try and find it, though. Yeah. I don't think Aegisar would have that. Also, are, is there like a book? Is there like a like a like a book that would have or somewhere around 
like maps that we can like fill in some more of the information that we're missing. Sure. Yeah. Cartographer. I think. Hmm. Hashtag nerds. We're reading books in a D and D game. (laughs) Yeah. And we're spending 20 minutes doing it. I have a purpose. (laughs) I think you would find specifically a map of this province. Okay. So in between sessions, I will fill in some. I will make like a like a detailed map of just this province. Perfect. And I'll give it to you. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I just, I guess, I want to try to like not memorize, but get an idea of like what because I've already opened it. I'm just looking at it at this point. It's it's ripped. It's good. Like I'm not just gonna put it back. I might as well look at it while while I'm here. I just, I kind of want to gain some insight into like maybe how plans are supposed to work. Cause I, I want to kind of use this for the future, like in some way. And I'm going to pause. So you have to answer me instead of drawing my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You do your best to study the diagram and to learn this particular. Um, it's not like a, it's not like a small squad kind of thing. It's like a, oh, like know, a large army, like a large battle army kind of, uh, I'll need to find an army situation. Besides this one. You <laughs> can use the other one. <laughs> my right army, my left army. <laughs> Alright. While Lorthmar is reading. We're reading. See, well, like I am sure that rip was audible because if it was pretty if it's a three inch rip, Windows uh Windard walks over and puts his hand on Lorthmar's shoulder and says, Hey, uh, you know that spell that that, that cool thing could do where you make Brimley smell and turn off fire and stuff. Can that fix things? Because that's not good. No. <laughs> hey. And Windar looks over at Brimley. Hey, can you fix things? I saw you doing that. No. I can, like, fix a hole in your body, but not in paper. You can't mend things. Do I look like a mender? You look like a magic man. So I don't know the extent of what you can do. <laughs> nah, man. Shut up. Remember, I mean, jealousy. <laughs> I mean, we all we all use some. We all use some form of magic here or there. So aren't we all magic men? Yeah, I, go back to his book. So we fast forward through all this boring crap. Yes, and we get out the door. (laughs) You find yourself at the desk at the entrance of the tower. Do I have any mail? No. Do I have any mail? (laughs) No. Oh, is it is it the same woman at the desk? Yes. Okay. Korath walks up to the desk, and right before leaving, he just says, "Like, just uh, one little suggestion: some dirt." Be real nice. Just like in a corner. Make it feel a little bit more homey. Okay. We'll, we'll do that, she says. Thank you, lady ma'am. Where are, we, where are we supposed to leave the coins? With the lady or on the room? With the lady. Okay. I'm face palming so hard. <laughs> Window puts the coin on said table and says, Thank you, ma'am. And walks out. Brimley flips it up onto the table. That's four. He there's only his. there's only three. You keep yours? I don't. Yeah, I don't have. He it. never received one. Yeah. Oh, he's not a visitor. Right. One so of us. One <laughs> of us. 
His name is Robert Paulson. Can Steve, Alex, Craig, keep your fingers in yours for a second? When Lorthamar woke up, he found a letter tucked underneath him that said something to the effect of, uh, it was from HSR, it said something to the effect of, uh, Lorthamar, as we uh, had discussed, you have my permission to take that year-long uh, leave of absence, but I expect you back in Stromals no later than a year from now. Then that's it. Okay. We should get some of those, like, um, <laughs> over-the-ear things. So, you are going to... I mean, so as you've kind of alluded to, mm-hmm. Grimley has the ability to I make, make y'all breathe underwater. breathe underwater. So all you need now is to get to the place. We go to the place. Okay, it's Weird. not that easy. There's a lake in the way. Weird. We get to the edge of the lake. Okay. And I'm going to cast a spell on everybody. Whoa. And we can just walk into the water. Wait, You're going to walk is it under the, the water? Great Lake. You're going to randomly just walk into the water and hope that you find... Do you have water walk? Would that An map, underwater temple. Would that map that I recorded information have information on the temple? Yes. There is a... We need to get a boat! There is a island, maybe five, six miles <laughs> from you, that with an arrow. Okay. It says... There's, there's one arrow from the map that you recorded that says um, water temple priests dormitories. And then there's another arrow underneath it. And it just says water temple. Uh, really going to walk up and down the coast until he finds a guy with a boat that can fit all of us. So wish I got that folding. Boat this is still pretty early in the morning, oh, but there is a, there's a shack on the docks and you can see that lights are on. It's going to knock on the door. The, Hello? the door you hear oh, come on in no <laughs> no is that Lilithus I think I heard a Lilithus everybody it's Lilithus do you, do you open the door Korath goes in the door so when the door opens <laughs> arms wide like Lilithus you hear a bell like a chime and the store looks exactly the same as the last time you saw Lilithus, Korath, because nobody else has gone in yet. And you see a small man behind a small desk, and he is wearing a green vest, blue capris, right? <laughs> wood clogs, wood clogs, and he's got a little wispy white beard, and he's got a, a red and white striped stocking cap. And he goes, oh, hello, folks. How y'all doing? How you doing, Lilithus? It's been a long time. Wait, how do you know my name? You, you're Lilithus. Of course I'm Lilithus, but how do you know that? That's weird. Brumley's gonna walk in. Isn't this Lilithus's general store? Yeah, well, no, this is not Lilithus's general store. This is Lilithus Seaside Store, which is a very weird name, because we're not in the sea. It's a lake. <laughs> you're a jokester. <laughs> yeah, I'm goofy. <laughs> Window walks in. I like you and all your other yous. <laughs> What do you mean I'm allowed to use? <laughs> Korath, you. You mean you? No, he, he's in the high city. Oh! His brain stops working again. <laughs> Korath, your face literally went from stone to red. I'm impressed. You were so happy. I never saw a rock with an emotion. It's a little of his. I'm not a rock. 
<laughs> you presumed I'm a rock. <laughs> do, you, do you guys need something? Don't presume my geology. Um, <laughs> you got a boot? Do you, yeah, do you have a boot? Well, I don't have a boot, but I got a guy who's got a boot. Okay. His name is Guy. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> can you hook us up? Of course I can hook you up. Do you guys need anything? Sometimes people leave stuff here, so I sell a few things. What you got? You need anything for what? for the road? Did we get the things? I guess not the road, because it's, it's the sea road. I would like two potions. Regular potions, if you have them. One greater potion. What kind of potions are you talking about? Healing. Oh, healing potions. You got them? Let me see. Let me check in the back. And he checks in the back. There's a door... It's like four feet high that you guys have never seen before. And he opens it and he goes in the back. Hey, Brimley, you can fit in there, right? I look around. Do I see a bow? Don't. Is he going to sneak back? No. I grab Brimley by the collar. Yes, you see a bow. You hear him no, wait. do-doing from the back. Oh, so Winter tried to grab Brimley from the collar to stop him from going to the back. Yes. Would you like to not? Sure. So we'll do grapple. So you can roll d20. Plus strength or dexterity, and you, Winner, just strength. As as a reaction, also I'm going to use cutting words like no, <laughs> and oh, bardic inspiration. Fair enough. To D10 now. Good luck, Brimbley. You get minus six. Damn. Um, and for me, it's just a strength check because it's poopy. Yeah, strength. Uh, ten. Still got a seventeen. Cool. So you. Thanks. Thanks. Evade. Thanks. So you evade his grasp. Cool. Oh, Brimley's gonna head into the back room and see where Lilithus is. Korath. Hey, Lilithus. He's gonna do it. Oh, hello. What you got back here? What in my bedroom? What are you doing back here? Brimley's gonna look around. What the heck's man? Take in what he's seeing. So it's it's a bedroom. It's got a little bed for a little man. So does he just keep like just junk like on the floor in here? No, there's just there's a few shelves. Oh okay. Yeah, so he's he's just like potions. Are there any cool things on those shelves? Um, potions. Potions. That's it. That's it. All right, we're just going to walk back out. Oh, okay. Can you help me carry these potions? I can try. He gives you all the potions. Bring those to the counter so we can ring them up. Okay, um, Brimley's going to bring them to the counter. He's going to try to pocket one. Okay. No, I take this back. No. Yeah, don't do this. Yeah, Brimley, Brimley doesn't do that. <laughs> okay. Before I buy my thing. <laughs> I think Brimley would start to like think about trying to pocket it, and then you're like, it's a little fist. There's something weird about him, and I don't want to mess with that. He would, he would put them all on the counter. Is there a register up front? There's a little uh, metal lockbox. All right, cool. So he puts it next to that. Okay. Um, Korath also looks around and looks if there's like anything like uh, javelins or like harpoons. That would be like, I mean, I'm assuming they would be like more or less the same exact thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because like it's a fish. It's like a, they're not javelins. They're harpoons. They're harpoons. I like that. Yeah. A little more flavor. Added, added yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you see fishy, a bunch of harpoons. Fishy flavors. <clears throat> So, did you have any back there? Oh, yeah. I got some potions right here. He got them. He's putting them up on the counter, right? I'm trying. How tall is the counter? I feel like it would be pretty small because Lilith is small. He's got a little, he's a little, little desk. Yeah. Little yeah. Right, so, get him up on the counter. Are you, like, getting a part-time job or something? No, he's causing trouble. 
Oh, the usual. <laughs> uh, Lilithus, do you have any bows of uh, magical quality? Oh man, you guys really want me to do a workout right now. Hold on, I gotta check upstairs. So he goes, and he goes up the stairs. Wait, didn't he see a bow? Like in the main yes, room? Yes, there's a regular bow. Oh, regular. It's not magic oh, though. Okay. And he opens up the, the trap door and he heads upstairs on this one room shack. This one, you know, this small building. Korath preemptively grabs Brimley. <laughs> and throws him. And <laughs> throws him. And he comes down with a Into the lake. <laughs> bow. It's really nice looking. Seems to, be, seems to be made of horn. Oh, it's a horny bow. Stop. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's bow magic, but I'm not too sure. Can I roll an arcana check? Sure. Can I also roll an arcana check? Sure. Can I also roll an arcana check? Sure. I'm going to do it as well, because everyone's rolling. Cool. Um, 16. 19. 8. 8. You both, uh, Jeremy and Craig, your characters realize, yes, it is indeed magic. Oh. doesn't seem to have a magic to it other than just, like, making it a really good bow. All right. Get then. it, get it, get it, get it, get it. That's really pretty. Uh, and it's mad shiny with magic. What kind of horn are you, are you saying this is? Human it's horn. It's made of horn. So most, most ancient, most old bows were made out of, because it's, it's flexible. It's, people stopped making, when they want to make composite bows, they made it out of horn. It's tougher. Right. Has more power to it. It's, huh. not, it's not literally like a horn with a string. Narwhal horn. It's like it's like. No, I was asking like what yeah. kind of what kind I of. I don't know. Narwhal horn. Ah, be cool. Narwhal right. horn. Anyways. <laughs> narwhal. Um, even though actually narwhal horns are actually it's a specialized tooth. All right. Yes, so it is. I'm gonna. I'll go to Lilfus. Lilfus. How much for the bow? Um. What else you guys getting again? Trying to get all these potions, and you need a boat, right? No, no, I, 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 he wants the boat. I see you have uh, no the boat. Oh, a boat! You need a boat. Boat from yes, guy. Boat. Boat yeah. guy. The boat guy, guy. Boat. Yeah, we need the guy boat. Does does guy have a, does guy have a folding boat? No, it's just regular boat. And I would also. What uh, are you talking about? Blast. Do you do drugs? <laughs> no, I'm sober. Oh. I would also like to maybe purchase those. Large harpoons you have on the wall. Oh, sure. If you buy a bunch of stuff, you can have those for free because those are like a dime a dozen. I don't know what a dime is, though. Okay. A long time ago, we used to call the silver crescents, we used to call them dimes. We don't, oh, do, we don't do that no more. That's an interesting bit of history. Yeah, we used to do that only here and then the, the, the monarch, the, 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 no. <laughs> and then the, the, the kings were like, you can't do that. You can't call them. You gotta call them what they're regularly called. You're confusing people. What what happens if you call them the other names? Uh, if you don't want them to find out, they get mad. They get they 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 get mad. Yeah, they can get I mad. can I buy my bow now, please? Of course. <laughs> that bow is gonna be four hundred ninety nine gold monarchs. I I give him five hundred. <gasps> you give me extra one just for me. Just for you. Okay, that's cool. Oh, look at this the monarch. I like the monarch. He's a cool guy. And I walk out. <laughs> Windar walks over to the counter. He puts his arm that has the tattoo covered up on the counter and generally asking a question. So how do we contact this? Well, your guy and also doing an arcana check to see if he gets some kind of magic vibe off of Lilithus. Okay. I'm, I'm conspiracy in my head. Roll the arcana check. 
I love them. Crit fail. I love the way your mind works because I know what you're thinking. You get no magical vibe off of Lilithus. Guy, the boat guy, he's going to be waiting outside for you. Alright. Do you happen to know how much it's going to be? or? Oh yeah, I was going to let him pay for it because he's the one that asked for the boat. Alright. It's going to be 10 gold pieces. 10? That's it? It's a long boat ride. Okay. Oh, that's it? Okay, 11 gold pieces. Wait, no! I thought that was too much. I didn't believe No, it's a good bargain. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think I know how this works. It's called haggling, guys. I think I got it. Oh, God. 15 gold pieces. <laughs> no! Persuasion. Uh, oh, wait, hold on a second. Um, 14, 14 gold pieces. Windows gonna use persuasion. Okay, you drive a hard bargain. No, <laughs> no, Brimley, that's not how this works. Wait, no, eight. I like eight. Eight gold pieces. Eight gold pieces. <laughs> Lord of Mar from the outside goes fifty gold pieces. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good one. Big to me, Lord. <laughs> cool. Okay, so we paid. We pay the math. Three wishes. That's as low as I'll go. <laughs> All right. Three wishes. We pay the man, and we go outside to meet Guy, the guy with the boat. Okay. As you exit, remind me to never let you guys. There's a guy who is preparing a small rowboat by the dock. Yes. I run back in and buy arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, Lilifreeze here from Lilifreeze General Store. How y'all doing today, folks? Thanks so much for listening to this, what's it called? A podcast? Podcast? Well, and while you're waiting for the next episode, you can visit us on Facebook or Instagram or the Twitters, and you can look for usernames Gonna Hurt D&D. And apparently, these dudes got a website called thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. You can email them questions or comments to thisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.